0: Hey, welcome back to the Loner's Tribe, celebrating all the ways that we've been set apart and stepping into the place where they bring us back together here. Thanks for listening. It's a super gloomy day in San Diego. I have a hoodie on, I have a tall glass of water next to me, and I'm just ready to get into it. Yesterday, we were coming back from Florida and we were at a wedding. And on the plane, I randomly got the urge to download this album. So I was listening to Noah Cyrus's new album, which is an absolute masterpiece. And I just listened to it nonstop for hours, just the same songs on repeat. And I noticed part of the reason that I enjoyed it so much is because I, in many ways, related to it it is an album that has a lot of songs about really being hopeless or hurt or heartbroken her first song one of the first lines is about being 20 years old and not even being sure if you'll make it to 21 and those were exact thoughts that i had as well noah makes beautiful music that does feel hopeful has a hopeful tone to it but it's so so sad and I'm listening to it like chills through my whole body and it's weird like it honestly brought me back to a time when I was depressed for most of high school and college I was depressed it was just a side effect of feeling very outcast very alone very misfit It felt like I was chasing death more than I was life, and living life felt like something I got cheated into. Doctors tried to medicate me, but I wouldn't take it, and knowing what I know now about SSRIs, I'm actually glad that my intuition told me not to, because it knew even worse than being sad was to be numbed out, or to be dependent on meds for happiness. But anyway, for a moment, listening to this music, I started to miss it. I started to miss being so low and so hopeless and feeling the weight of absolutely everything. It's a weird thing because I did this while I was in the thick of my depression, too. All I dreamed about was to be joyful But every time I would choose being alone and I would listen to music that made me feel even worse, hating on my life, crying all night, staring at the ceiling for hours, just wishing I was anywhere but here in this body, sleeping every chance I could, losing my memory, losing my eyesight, breathing through a tight chest every day, numbing, coping, but not choosing anything differently. Still wishing and hoping that something would change one day because it's just the way I am. I tell myself it's just my brain, it's just passed down. I'm gonna say what most people won't. I got addicted to being sad. It was intoxicating. In a life where I felt like I didn't have much choice or much say in anything around me, I wanted to be able to choose something. If I couldn't feel the really high highs, I was at least going to choose to feel the really low lows because nobody wants to be numb. I loved the deep melancholy emotions i'd feel when i was alone and crying i loved feeling deeply connected to some source of pain that made me feel like i was included in something like i belonged while at the same time separating me enough from other people to reassure me that that's why i didn't belong with them it felt like rebellion which I've always had a warrior heart. It soothed my warrior heart. It felt almost like dark and sensual, like sneaky to be so empty, so void of anything in a world where there's so, so much. And even more than that, I loved being able to blame something for my pain. I loved being the victim I loved at the end of each day being able to say oh well another shitty day more reasons to be sad it makes sense because I'm depressed and it's just my brain and this is the way it is and will always be literally expecting heartbreak like literally calling it into my life and I say this from a retroactive standpoint is this what I was thinking back then fuck no I would probably laugh in your face if you suggested that to me, but this is what I was doing. I wanted depth and abundance in my life, and this is how I got it. An abundance of really deep fucking sadness. I just didn't know any better. It's crazy now, having lived through one of the most joyous years of my life, I'm realizing I'm experiencing extremely similar things right now as I was when I was depressed and wanting to end my life, only now they bring me joy. They give me a chance to choose, to create, to observe and see what life is presenting to me to figure out, to step into. I've concluded, at least for myself, that depression is what I feel when I close the channel off to love. Love could hardly energize me when I was depressed. It seemed like no matter what anyone did, it wasn't enough. And those closest to me would shower me in love and I would still feel dead inside. I would actually have rather that they just didn't even try. And it was never a lack of love. It was not recognizing myself as love. That's it. When you look at brain scans of brains with depression it's usually showing a lot less activity or it's showing areas that are starting to shrink imagine you are a being of love to come here to give or experience more love to recognize yourself in everyone and everything and your vehicle closes the channel to it well there goes your entire life force and purpose and energy. It can't even make it to your brain because the door is close off to it. No point in going out into the world like that, not until the body opens it back up. And if it never does, well, then we need to get the fuck out of here so we can get into the next body and hopefully have another chance to give or experience love in that one. Sounds a lot like depression to me. A lot of books on past life regression and hypnotherapy talk about this concept, actually. The Three Waves of Volunteers by Dolores Cannon is one that I refer back to a lot. Highly suggest to anyone who's curious about the different generations of souls that are coming here to awaken the planet, that we did come here as a soul with a specific mission or task or a journey of karmic cycles that we wanted to carry out or to break or to live through an experience. And if we don't carry it out or we fall too far off track, which can really be as simple as just not being fully present here or not spreading love or not feeling love or not affecting people with our positive energy toward higher collective consciousness... If we are falling off track from these things, like really, really far off track, like our brain is shrinking because we have kept the channel closed for so long, then there's not really much point for our existence. Love isn't able to do what it came here for. So it might give us disease or an extreme life event to try and snap us out of it in like one final chance to change our trajectory. But if that doesn't work, then our soul can get restless and move on we continue to choose being low because it offers us something it keeps the blame on everything and everyone else it gives us the role of creator as we constantly create this reality of the void the rebellion against all that is which again is the opposite of love And I think the biggest part is we get so used to resenting the world that by staying in that state of mind, we don't ever actually have to admit that we are far more cosmic, far bigger than the small role that we're playing and have a much bolder, more divine role to be here and serve the same planet that's giving us such a fucking hassle which sounds really off-putting when all of your belonging currently comes from being so detached from it. I loved <laughs> rebelling against life. So what do we do with that depth that we feel? I want to tell you something that changed everything for me. The law of polarity. The law that states for each extreme, there must be an equal opposing extreme. There's no high without low. There's no dark without light. There's no up without down. Can't have one without the other. Everything would just be baseline. So I learned that not only did that mean that as low as I felt, the opposing high already existed waiting for me, but it actually meant that the lower I went, the opposing high would get even higher for me so from wanting to end my life what the hell was waiting for me on the other side (laughs) I can now tell you there have been more moments than I can count this year where I've physically had to grasp my heart in my chest because I thought it would explode if one more ounce of love made its way into it. I have cried over my own existence. I have started full body shaking over how much purpose I feel in being here. I've come back home to myself over and over and over again. Even on my lowest days, I am filled with trust. All because I opened my channel back up. It seems like all the love had been accumulating, waiting for me to return to it. It didn't even mention my rebellion against it. Because apparently everything I learned in those dark years was the pullback before I shot forward. I had to experience one extreme to bring me to the other. Now it's nostalgic to listen to music that brings me back to those years because I was onto something. Only now I feel love in all the places that I didn't back then. And the fullness of being here is so, so much better than the void. I promise you. I'll talk to you guys soon.